Are you not sure if you're a sinner or a saint? Do you think you've lost your salvation? Let me take you to the New King James Version. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, and Jesus says, What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is strained? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Posted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. Featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we are on Save the Lost at All Costs. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. And if you are local to join in on our discussion today, please dial 702-650-5588. I say again, 702-650-5588. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we have a toll-free number for you to dial in. 800-366-8883. 800-366-8883. We are being streamed live from KKVV's website. And that website address is www.kkvv.com. Hello, God bless. I just waved to you. We're also being streamed live from Save the Lost at All Costs' website. And our web address is www.savethelostlv.org. If you have missed any of our previous broadcasts, I encourage you to go to the website again, www.savethelostlv.org. And look for our weekly uh, archive uh, ministry radio broadcast. Just click on to that link. It'll pull up the broadcast. The gospel is always free on our watch. And listen as often as you like. It's well over, you know, two, three years of broadcast. We want to bless you and be a blessing to you. Uh, there are plenty of other resources up there. Check them out and tell a friend. If you have an Apple device, we are being archived on iTunes for free, too. Again, the gospel is free on our watch. Most of us have a cell phone, and you can listen to KKVV 1060 AM or 100.1 FM by dialing this cell number. I'm going to give it to you twice, 605-313-0630. Again, 605-313-0630, and only works in the United States, but you can listen to Save the Lost at All Costs right now. Please save it as a phone contact, share it with others, and again, you can listen to KKVV Anytime you like. Now, we are going to get back into our topic. It's a part two, and we're going to close it out today. And our topic is betrayal. Last week, we talked about Ahipophil, uh, who was David's uh, chosen counsel and ordained by God. Uh, he was considered the oracle of God, the voice of God, to actually uh, counsel David in his kingship. And uh, King David, naturally, and um, Bathsheba uh, had became David's wife, and she was Hippophil's granddaughter. And uh, it is a, a very, very twisted, windy tale, but God is in it all the way. So I encourage you to check out part one if you have not heard it and get blessed in part two. Uh, we're going on with uh, probably the most famous betrayal is that of Judas betraying Jesus. So we're going to look at another betrayal 
And, you know, the thing is, is that most people, whether they believe or not, uh, whether um, they are of the faith or even of another faith, they usually do not name their child Judas because of the association of the betrayal of the Lord of Lord, the King of Kings, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It resonates 2,000 years, over 2,000 years later, that um, that is not a name that you want to consider with blessings. So, something to ponder. So, we are going to look at something in the book of Psalm 41, and then we're going to go over to Matthew 26. And I did some study with gotquestions.org. I've told you about that wonderful website. They have answered over 40,000 questions in the Bible, and they are a very reliable source. And if you'd like to visit, uh, that website is www.gotquestions.org. So it would be www.gotquestions.org. I think you would be pleasantly surprised. I learned about it a long, long time ago from my dear and beloved Uncle Doss, my mother's oldest brother, who uh, has been monumentous in my desire and passion to disciple with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and to dedicate myself to the ministry. So uh, it's wonderful when a teacher, a mentor, a family member introduces you to something and you keep uh, getting fed off of it. So love you, Uncle Doss, and thank you for the tip. I'm using it. So again, Psalm 41, and we're going to look at verse 9. I'm in the New King James Version, and the Word of God says this, Even my own familiar friend in whom I trusted... Who ate my bread has lifted up his heel against me. How prophetic is that? Wow. So I just wanted to share that with you. And it says the theme in reference to Psalm 41 is that a prayer for God's mercy when feeling sick or abandoned. When we're sick or when everyone deserts us, God remains at our side. And the author is definitely David. So, uh, something to think about. So, we're going to move on to uh, Matthew. Uh, and I wanted to uh, give you some information here that I found at gotquestions.org. And just really dive into the betrayal of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, by Judas. And there are a couple of Judases in the Bible, but this one is Judas Iscariot. And that is I-S-C-A-R-I-O-T. Okay, so make sure that we understand we're talking about Judas Iscariot. All right, 
So, the question is asked on gotquestions.org, who was Judas is a chariot? And it said, Judas is a chariot is typically remembered for one thing, his betrayal of Jesus. He was one of the 12 disciples who lived with and followed Jesus for three years. He witnessed Jesus's ministry, his teaching, and his many miracles. He was the treasurer for the group and used this trusted position to steal from their resources. So, uh, we're going to go, we'll be back to Matthew 26, but let's look at John 12, 16, and see what it says. Again, John, the Gospel of John, chapter 12, and we're going to look at verse 6. Okay, maybe I need to start at verse 4 and go down to verse 6. So again, I'm going to look at John chapter 12. I'm going to start in verse 4 and then go down to verse 6. And the Word of God says this, verse 4, But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, who would betray him, said, verse 5, Why was this fragrant oil not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? Verse 6, Then he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the money box, and he used to take what was put in it. So we see right here, in John chapter 12, reading verses 4, 5, and 6, talks a lot about <laughs> Judas's character. And the commentary says, Judas often dipped into the disciples' money bag for his own use. Quite likely, Judas, excuse me, Jesus knew what Judas was doing but never did or said anything about it. Similarly, when we choose the way of sin, God may not immediately do anything to stop us, but this does not mean he approves of our action. What we deserve will come. Wow, that is powerful, men and women of God. And sometimes people get the false sense that what they're doing is somehow okay. Because they're not being dealt with on it. But that's something to make everyone think. See, God knows all and God sees all. Can you imagine? The Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord and Savior to the whole world. And you're in his presence. And you have seen him do many divine miracles, signs, and wonders. And perhaps Judas 
because he was so blinded by his covetousness that he perceived our Lord and Savior to be a mere man. It's funny how when you are in bed with sin that is not you who is controlling sin. It is you who is being controlled by sin. Mm. Makes you think. So, one of Jesus' half-brothers was named Judas. So, he had to differentiate who the Judas was that betrayed Jesus. So, he was called by his name, Judas Iscariot. So you would know the difference. And he was a son of Simon Iscariot. And he would be known as Jesus' betrayer. Now he came from a region Kerioth, K-E-R-I-O-T-H. And it was a town in Judea. And also, there's another idea that he said that uh, perhaps he was from the Sakari. And the Sakari was a, a cadre of assassins among the Jewish rebels. And they were known to operate at that particular time. And they were definitely highly motivated to overthrow the Roman government at that particular time. So these are some scholarly thoughts about the reason why he was named His last name to try to differentiate where he was from and perhaps what he was about. So we have a caller. We're going to take the call. Hello, you're on Save the Loss at All Costs, and God bless you. God bless you, Miss Nina Griffin, Sister Nina Griffin. What a beautiful name. Well, thank you. How are you, beautiful? So good to hear your voice. Well, you know what? I have not stopped listening to you. Even though I don't call as often as I should, I have not stopped listening to you since you started this beautiful program of Christ. Well, thank the gospel, you. The gospel. And I want to thank you for planting the seed of the gospel in my heart. I want to say that before I start saying what, what I need to say. Well, amen. I receive that. And thank you for always encouraging me. 
and encouraging my son when you met him and the Holy Spirit moving on you and to even ask him, was he my son? So that was definitely a divine appointment. I will always, re- I will always remember that. And that's always been, uh, something that was transformative in my life. So thank you for that. That was, you know, I have not stopped remembering that moment when he and I met. It was a, the plan of God. It was a miracle for me because I, you're always on my mind on Sundays. <laughs> and then when I ran into him or, you know, just walked beside him and smiled at him and he smiled back at me. And then I asked him a few things about Christ. And then he said something about Christ, too. And then you came up in the conversation and I said, praise the Lord. Well, it could nobody get credit but the Lord Jesus Christ. So thank you. Thank you both. Yes, ma'am. So what I'm going to say is that this lesson that you're teaching today, it just breaks my heart that, you know, a lot of us are waiting for Thanksgiving and Christmas and holidays and the winter and the snow and everything, traveling back and forth like we always do. But we're not remembering that our nation is in so much trouble. It's Amen. in so much trouble. And, and this about, you know, the, this man, that Judas, that betrayed the Lord. Yes. He, he did that. And when you're teaching about him, it just reminds me how people have to wake up to reality. I'm going to say it like that. Wake up to reality because our nation is in a lot of turmoil. And, you know, all this fighting and arguing and gossiping and all these things that are going on in the news and everything, you know, the Lord is, my little granddaughter that's three years old says, Jesus is crying, Grandma, because of what's going on in this nation. She's only three years old, three years old. And she says, Jesus doesn't like what's going on, Grandma, because she sees me. You know, I'm not worried about it because I know that the Lord's going to take care of it. But he's going to take care of it in his own way. You know, a lot of us say, oh, the Lord is love. He's very much love. But he disciplines too. He disciplines people that don't do the right thing. I know that because he's done it to me. And so it's time to pray for this nation. It's heading in the in the wrong direction, and it's time to pray, and a lot of prayer. We need to pray and pray and not stop praying because because something's coming. I sense it because I listened to Pastor Nina Griffin, and, and she teaches the Word just the way it should be taught. I am so proud of her. She's, she loves the Lord so much, and, and I know she does because I've heard her. For a long, 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 long time. So, people, you're listening. I know you are. Let's start praying for this nation because the things, you know, that we don't want to come, they're coming. They're coming. Thank you, Pastor Nina. Well, thank you. You know that I love you. I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, it's in the Word. I want people to, to read it and hear it for themselves. One thing about our Almighty God of all creation, heaven, and earth, He does not withhold things from us. 
He lets us know. You know what I mean? And a lot of people follow other people and other things, and they're kept in the dark. We're not kept in the dark. It is very, very clear. He's the same God of yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and forevermore. He does not change. His his position on sin is the same. It has not changed. And uh, you are absolutely right that we need to pray because when we pray, we take on the mind and the heart of Christ because he always prayed to his father. He never stopped praying to his father and he went away and he would pray to his father. So the thing is, is that if you want to speak to God, make sure that you humble yourself. Make sure that you have the right heart set when you're going before him and don't ask him unless you want to receive don't ask him unless you want to know because this is about your soul this is about your eternal life this is about your eternal destiny and we have a great opportunity today because the lord jesus christ our lord and savior has not come back yet but when he does oh it's over you won't have an opportunity to, uh, you know, change and uh, asking for another chance. No, it, it will be over. So what we have is right now and in this moment. And if you are hearing us speak, the Holy Spirit is beckoning you. You know what I mean? Make sure you do a self-inventory because Judas chose to betray Christ. And we will have the scriptures that will support that. Nobody made him do it. This was a conscious decision. So we have to ask ourselves, if we are making conscious decisions, you cannot blame anyone else. There's nothing that's happening to you that has not happened to other people. There will be death. There will be trials. There will be tribulations. There will be things that will be hard. There will be things that we do not understand. But guess what? When we have faith, then it's because we operate on that that we believe, not what we can see. Thank you, Pastor Nina. And, and you know, say when you say that God knows everything, he's, he's seen everything we're doing. And a lot of us are not doing the right thing. We're, we're just doing the wrong thing. And he's seen all that and, and it breaks his heart. But he, he's going to discipline us. Because right. if we don't stop that, he gave us such a beautiful nation, and he he sent his son to die for us. What else do we want? Well, what else do we want? Amen. And also, we cannot look and see what other people's are are doing and try to do a deflection or a projection you have to be accountable for what you are doing and you know every man and woman boy and girl will stand before the lord jesus christ and you will give an account yes you will you know he's the one that died for all our sins so uh he's the one that will be able to judge us because he saved us and died for us. So the thing is, is that a lot of people want to point fingers and say, look what they're doing. What about what you're not doing? <laughs> Don't get caught up in what other people are doing. You must give an account for what it is that you're doing. Be concerned about yourself. This is an opportunity to get it right. This is about a personal relationship and a commitment. Like I said, Judas made the conscious decision to be a betrayer. He was a thief. And when you are stealing, it's not hard to betray. It's not a far jump. So see, that's the thing about sin. When you start doing one, the others can pile up very easily. And then you have a lackadaisical attitude. Oh, well, there's nothing going to happen. How? Like I said, it's just my opinion. But Judas felt some comfort because he believed nothing was going to happen to him. 
You know, and when we go to uh, Matthew 26 and we look at verse 14, the word of God says this. Then one of the twelve called Judas Iscariot went to the chief priest, 15, and said, What are you willing to give me if I deliver him to you? And they counted out to him 30 pieces of silver, 16. So from that time, he sought an opportunity to betray him. Do you see that? He went to the chief priest. That is plural. He went to the priest. Not the priest, it's the chief priest. They all colluded. They all said, okay, this is what we're going to do. They did it as a unit. They counted out 30 pieces of silver. That was all that it took. 30 pieces of silver. And he said, what will you give me? (laughs) So we have to ask ourselves, what are we selling ourselves for? Why would we want to be separated? There you go. Why would we want to be separated from the kingdom of God? Why would we want to be kicked out of heaven where God lives? Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, sits on the throne. The Holy Spirit bears witness. The holies of the holy. Amen. Where there's no sin and nothing dies. Why would you not want that? What are you living for? Is it only 30 pieces of silver? Is that it? Is that all you came to this earth to do? Was to ask someone who was allegedly in authority to give you something that was all about your destruction? We must be mindful of that. Don't get confused, men and women of God. This is a great time. To reconcile yourself to the word of God. Yes. Humble yourself. Seek the ark of safety. It's not in the world because it's dying. We love you. Thank you for calling in and motivating us and being a part of our lesson today. Thank you so much. You take care of yourself, beautiful. I know I'll be seeing you soon. Yes, ma'am. All right. Bye-bye. Praise God. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. 30 pieces of silver. Look at Judas's confidence. He knew right where to go. He says, what are you willing to give me? If I deliver him to you. Hmm. Well, let's look at some commentary here. Why would Judas want to betray Jesus? Judas, like the other disciples, expected Jesus to start a political rebellion and overthrow Rome. As treasurer, Judas certainly assumed as did the other disciples, that he would be given an important position in Jesus' new government. But when Jesus praised Mary for pouring oil out perfume worth a year's salary, Judas may have realized that Jesus' kingdom was not physical or political, 
but spiritual. Judas's greedy desire for money and status could not be realized if he followed Jesus. So he betrayed Jesus in exchange for money and favor from the religious leaders. Matthew alone records the exact amount of money Judas accepted to betray Jesus. 30 pieces of silver. The price of a slave. The religious leaders had planned to wait until after the Passover to take Jesus, but with Judas's unexpected offer, they accelerated plans. <laughs> this is so rich. And it just makes you take pause. The price of a slave. And not wanting to partake in a spiritual kingdom, an everlasting kingdom. No. It's sad. But there are some who walk among us. And if they can't feel it, if they can't touch it, if they can't smell it, if they can't see it, or hear it, It's useless. They want it now. And they'll do anything to have it. See, patience is of no use to them because patience would require That we let that adversity that we believe in our life be worked out completely. Because see, that victory would be that in waiting and trusting and believing in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the assignment that has been given to us that patience would work as perfect thing and then we would lack for nothing. Oh, a lot of, of Judas's character is coming through in his actions. He's impatient. He's greedy. He will take from his brothers a thief has no value in the divine things. Interested in status, incurring favor from mere men who are corrupt as well. But have enough sense to even have limits <laughs> their so-called corruption. Let's get Judas to do it. 
So, let's look at the book of John, the Gospel of John, and let's go to chapter 6. And we're going to look at verse 70. Again, we're in the Gospel of John, chapter 6. And we're going to look at verse 70. And the Word of God says this, Jesus answered them, Did I not choose you, the twelve, and one of you is a devil? 71. He spoke of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for it was he who would betray him, being one of the twelve. Can you imagine in verse 70, Jesus answered them, Did I not choose you? The twelve, and one of you is a devil. Mm, mm, mm. The commentary says this. In response to Jesus' message, some people left, others stayed and truly believed. And some, like Judas, stayed but tried to use Jesus for personal gain. Many people today turn away from Christ. Others pretend to follow, going to church for status, approval of family and friends, or business contacts. But there are only two real responses to Jesus. You either accept him or reject him. How have you responded to Christ? I tell you, the commentary is on fire today. How have you accepted Christ? Amazing. Now let's go to John chapter 13. I hope you're enjoying how this is playing out. We're talking about portrayal. We're in part two. And it's the betrayal of Jesus. So we are going to look at John chapter 13. And we're going to look at verse 26. And the word of God says this, verse 26. Jesus answered, It is he to whom I shall give a piece of bread when I have dipped it, and having dipped the bread, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. Verse 27, and after the piece of bread, Satan entered him. Then Jesus said to him, what you do, do quickly. It's about to happen.
this is the fulfilling of the prophecies of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. The gift of eternal salvation. was to be birthed to where we could see it. The plan was always the plan, but it was going to be manifested so people could see it and understand what the work of the cross was truly representing. Don't let anyone like a Judas steal your inheritance. There's no future in being like him either. He doesn't have any redeeming attributes. We must take inventory and make sure that he does not live in us. Because the scriptures say in verse 27 of John 13, Now after the piece of bread, Satan entered him. Then Jesus said to him, What you do, do quickly. That's not a command. I want my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to even think about saying to me. Can you imagine? He knew he was going to betray him. He says do it quickly. He commands him do it quickly. Wow. You make a conscious decision. And you know God knows all and sees all. And the spirit would come to you. Identify you. And then tell you to do it quickly. Oh my Lord. How terrible. Is that. How. Devastating. Is that. To have lived your life for nothing but to be separated from the kingdom of God because it was your choice. (laughs) My God. That's something to think about, men and women of God. We must really think about that. So let's look at the commentary about John 13, 27. Satan's part in the betrayal of Jesus does not remove any of the responsibility from Judas. Judas. 
disillusioned because Jesus was talking about dying rather than setting up his kingdom, Judas may have been trying to force Jesus' hand and make him use his power to prove he was the Messiah. Or perhaps Judas, not understanding Jesus' mission, no longer believed Jesus was God's chosen one. Whatever Judas thought, Satan assumed that Jesus' death would end his mission and thwart God's plan. Like Judas, Satan did not know that Jesus' death was the most important part of God's plan all along. Wow. <laughs> Whew. You have to love a sovereign God. You have to love a God that has a plan and a will. You have to love an intentional God. You have to love a loving God. A God full of grace and mercy. A God that says what he means and means what he says and performs his word. How magnificent is our Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Now, let's look at Jesus speaking in John 13. And let's look at verses 10 and 11. And Jesus said to him, He who is bathed needs to only to wash his feet but is completely clean, and you are clean, but not all of you. 11. For he knew who would betray him. Therefore he said, You are not all clean. Wow. something to think about as well. So remember when I read Psalm 41 verse 9, it appears in John 13 verse 18. So let's keep going. I want to read down to verse 20. So I read verses 10 and 11 of John 13. I want to keep reading. Verse 12. So when he had washed their feet, taken his garments and sat down again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? 13. You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, Well, for so I am. 14. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. 15. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. 16. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, 
nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. 17. If you know these things, blessed are you, if you do them. 18. I do not speak concerning all of you. I know whom I've chosen, but that the scripture may be fulfilled. He who eats bread with me has lifted up his heel against me. 19. Now I tell you before it comes, that when it does come to pass, you may believe that I am he. 20. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who receives whomever I send receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. Very powerful. And you see our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, quoting Psalm 41, verse 9. That's what I love about the Old and the New Testament. They harmonize. You see the prophecy being spoken. In the Old, and it comes to be manifested in the new they are truly the word of God we have to get excited about that because our Lord and Savior was the word that walked and dwelled among them. He's the word that walks and dwells in us. And it's important that we see how he responds to the betrayal. He never ever calls Judas Iscariot out. Because he needs him to make the choice as to how he wants to live his life and where he wants to live. Because this body is dying every day. Every day we are transcending to our pure spirit self. We are living souls. And we will live forever. It's just a matter of where you choose to live based on your decisions, your choices. For three years, Judas Iscariot walked where our Lord and Savior Jesus walked, slept where he slept, ate what he ate, received all these wonderful teachings, eyewitness to all these miracle signs and wonders. 
yet because he didn't receive what he wanted, and he chose something so lower. Oh, his reward center. was molded by the world. It didn't have a place for the divine. So calculating. So ruthless. So consumed. His appetite for self was insatiable. It could not be satisfied. And these other disciples, they didn't have a clue as to how devious Judas had become in his utter self-destruction and ruin. By allowing his greed and his vain glory to open him up for Satan to devour him. How many of us are leaving that door open for the evil one to devour us? We're coming down to the last five minutes. And I definitely want to take you to Luke. And we're looking at Luke 22. And we're looking at verses 47 and 48. And the word of God says this, verse 47. And while he was still speaking, behold, a multitude and he who was called Judas, one of the twelve, went before them and drew near to Jesus to kiss him. 48. But Jesus said to him, Judas, are you betraying the son of man with a kiss? <laughs> a kiss. The word of God instructs us to greet each other with a holy kiss as brothers and sisters of Christ. And look what he does. Wow. There's something that's called remorse. Remorse is not repentance. And we should not confuse the two. So let's go to Matthew 27. And let's read, starting with verse 1. When morning came, all the chief priests 
and elders of the people plotted against Jesus to put him to death, too. And when they had bound him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate, the governor. 3. Then Judas, his betrayer, seeing that he had been condemned, was remorseful and brought back the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priest and elders, saying, 4. I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? You see to it. Five. Then he threw down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. Six. But the chief priests took the silver pieces and said, It is not lawful to put them into the treasury because they are the price of blood. Seven. And they consulted together and brought with them the potter's field to bury strangers in. Eight. Therefore, the field has been called the field of blood to this day. See, Judas never tried to seek forgiveness. He never tried to make amends. He just went away and hung himself. Let's not get so far away from Christ that we cannot reach the gift that he gave us. Forgiveness and repentance. Salvation is for everyone. But when you choose the world over the kingdom, it is you who betray yourself. We love you and God bless you and save the lost at all costs. It is our humble prayer that the most high God of all creation and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ continues to bless you and yours without cease for tuning in today and supporting this great move of God with your generous donations. Save the Lost at All Costs is a Holy Spirit filled live called in weekly radio ministry that has been airing since 2005 and serving in the greater Las Vegas community. We can be heard every Sunday at 3.02 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Las Vegas Vegas's very own Christian Talk radio stations, 1060 AM and 100.1 FM. Also, you can listen to KKVV Christian Talk Radio anytime via your cell phone. Please dial 605-313-0630. Again, that number is 605-313-0630. That number only works in the United States. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvv.com and our website www.savethelostlv.org If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation, or learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at www.savethelostlv.org If you prefer, you can mail in a donation. Address it to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc. P.O. Box number 3350 5852 North Las Vegas 89033. Again, our P.O. Box number is 
833-5852, North Las Vegas, 89033. All donations made to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882. Again, 702-219-6882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in, and don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what.